Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to the podcast. Alex is sadly not here tonight. It is his woman's birthday, so happy birthday to her. Uh, but I did bring Austin back. I did notice a lot of people, especially on the YouTube channel, loved it when you were here last time, Austin. So I'm very happy that we could align schedules again and have you back. And from what I understand, you have recently went to the junkyard. Yeah, one of them. Um, there's one around down the street from my house. It's called Goodfellas. So it's it's kind of like a a towing yard and like salvage. You can go in and pick your own parts. Um, and you don't pay anything unless obviously you buy something. Uh, it was it was cool, man. I saw a lot. Oh, I wouldn't say a whole lot of stuff. It was, I mean, a pretty small junkyard, but there for what it was, there were some cool things. Um, but the crown jewel. Do you have any issues, bro? No. Okay. Just making sure. But um the crown jewel that I saw, man, was and and it, it kills it pains me, man, because this car is so gorgeous and the condition of what is in. Jason, you know what I'm talking about. The interior was good. the what? The El Camino? No, dude, that El Dorado. Oh, the El Dorado. Dude, it was, oh my gosh, it was a gorgeous <laughs> uh, El Dorado, man, and like a beautiful shade of red. <clears throat> the body looked, I mean, actually for for it being a junkyard, it looked fantastic. The, you know, straight, everything that I could see was pretty straight, solid, very little to no rust. But the only downside was, downside was the interior was, it literally looked like somebody had set a a rabid Wolverine loose in this thing. And it was, it was shredded. Um, the, the springs were showing through, they were rusted. Um, some metal on the door was rusted. But other than that, this car was pretty, I wouldn't say, I would guess you can say not immaculate, like pristine condition, but it was, why was it there? Man is the thing. Why would somebody get rid of this? That's a great question, and I'm sure Jason here is gonna put a picture of it in it. In the video, the vi- if you're watching the video portions of this podcast, yeah. only available on YouTube at the Sparkplug TV YouTube channel. Yeah, man, he'll insert a picture of it, and I gotta say, man, oh, I was, I'm not, I, I was tempted to ask them about this car and be like, how much is this gonna be? But then, I mean. Hey, Jason, have you seen a picture of my garage? My Jeep barely fits in there. That Eldorado is definitely yeah, not going to fit. <laughs> but man, the Eldorado I, is a huge car. It. When I, I mean, say, I can't say much. I'm at I'm at three in the driveway. I yeah, have the pickup truck I was driving whenever you and I worked together. I have my cat eye pickup truck, which has been seen on this channel. And then I have my B15 Sentra, which is currently waiting on parts. That I just bought from a dealership. But that's mainly because I'm picky and I want specific things and I don't want to pay for OEM parts for it. Because the OEM part is expensive, but the aftermarket really nice upgrade is like, I think I, think I only paid $40 for it. <coughs> that's not bad. This is... <laughs> I versus I think it was a hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, that's not bad, dude. 
I remember one of the best things ever, and I, I feel so bad for laughing at this, was when <clears throat> I told you I was there, and you're like, hey, keep an eye out for a Nissan Sentra. And I was like, Susan keep an said, eye out for a B15 Sentra. It looks like mine. And I sent you that picture, and I was like, is this? You're like, holy shit, holy shit. And it ended up being like a 1.5, I think. It was a 1.8. <clears throat> 8, yeah. And yours is a two point five. I don't have a one eight. I have the two five. I have the SCV. <laughs> Dude, you were like, like a kid in a candy store. You were so excited, and wrong one, dude. Oh, Cr- I forgot correct. to ask. Were those tail lights cracked? <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't pay attention. I was too focused on that Eldorado, dude. Because oh my gosh, it. Hmm. 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 But uh, I saw. Honestly, if those tail lights were there, I'm, honestly, if those tail lights were good, I might have had you pick me up the driver's side tonight. Um, I'll tell you one of my next day off. I will go back and I will, if that car is still there, I'll look at them again. Um, get the the serial number or whatever for them. Tell the people and I'll pull them off. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but there's also a couple of nice little other uh, treasures there too, man. There was um. A 2019 Mustang, I think. 2018, I could be wrong. So um, it would be like Alex's 5.0? Yeah, but it, this one wasn't a 5.0. I'm uh, pretty sure this was just like a regular old like, GT or EcoBoost. And not, <laughs> well, if you want to see the under <clears throat> see what the under the hood looks like of a uh, 2019 EcoBoost Mustang, uh, look at the Spark Plug TV Instagram page. It's the green one. I, I, uh, I looked under the hood. And then Alex lie. has the five O, and then I have the QR twenty. Don't you mean the five point slow? Yes. I'm just joking. I fucking love Mustangs, dude. I get so much trouble not for that. Fan. I get a lot of hate because I'm not a fan. Of They're not for everybody, man. And this is getting a little off topic, guys. Sorry. We'll get back to the junkyard here in a minute. Uh, but I, this is, I wanted to cover this in the last video. Um, my whole Mustang rant. Jason knows how I feel about Mustangs. A lot of people I feel, and like I said, they're not for everybody, which is fine, but a lot of people hate on the Mustang, not because they actually dislike the car, but because it's, it's, it's a popular trend to do is to hate on the Mustang. Oh, it's a crowd killer. You know, it's a crowd magic. No, you just, you have, no, that's an inexperienced driver. That's an inexperienced driver. I'm not, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. The reason I don't like the Mustang, I hate the way it looks. And like I said, they're not for everybody, dude. <laughs> they they are very... Uh... But I'm not saying you can't make a Mustang look nice. And I can respect a builded Mustang. I can respect the Mustang for what it is. I'm not, Mustang- you're not going to like send me... Don't worry about like sending me a picture of your Mustang on Instagram to post and me being like, ew, a Mustang. No, no, I'll still post it. Don't worry. Like I said, yeah, no, like Jason that. here is definitely. I, I just personally won't own one. Yeah, no, Jason here is definitely like, like he said, he's not a fan, but he can definitely as a car I can guy. Tolerate. You I can, can you can there, respect. There is respect for the Mustang. I, there's a lot of respect for the Mustang, especially when Carroll Shelby came into the mix. 
Like, there is a lot of respect for the Mustang. The GT500. Yeah. GT350. Um, and I, thing- I've, I've driven multiple Mustangs. I've driven Fox bodies, both with a Coyote and an LS. I've driven uh, the SN95. I've driven the uh, RT. I've driven an RTR Mustang. It's the one you could buy at the dealership, not the actual RTR Mustang. I want to know. Never claim that because I want to. I want. <laughs> I will want. I want, and like this kind of referring back to like our previous video. You know, no person should be allowed. Nope. No inexperienced yeah. driver should be allowed to handle this kind of power. But as just. As as people like to say, a garage queen. Right. I want a legit Spec Five RTR, and Oof. I just I wanted to make a stupid amount of power, dude. And just like I said, I'm not gonna drive it. It's Don't just gonna worry, be a it does. Oh no, it does, man. No, that... Yeah, it's walking like, dude. What what is what is that? Oh, that's a. Uh, that there is a financial An RTR mistake. Spec five Mustang. <laughs> <coughs> Why? I've never started it. <laughs> I've never started it. I don't even know what it sounds like. Shit, they had to cut the roof off the place just to get it in here. But um, that's why there's yeah, no skylight right there. Yeah, no. Uh, like I said, before we get back to the actual like uh, junkyard story, um, I definitely feel like Mustangs are unnecessarily hated on. They get just because every time you No, they do, man. And it that's like you said, it's not the car, it's the person driving it. That I in other words like, oh with all these videos, yeah, that's because ironically those are the only ones caught. Those are the only people doing stupid stuff. Periodically you'll see like a Camaro, you'll see like a really nice, like, you know, clapped out RX seven Miata even a Lambo sometimes, but majority of people, it's usually a Mustang, dude. And I, I hate it because well, like now, said, now, now it's not Mustangs. Now it's Chargers and Challengers. That's, that that's who it is. Ah, uh, the now. boats. That's who I see more now. The boats is Mopar. Yeah, it's because I, the Hellcat, dude. Um, I mean, you fact factory it's supercharged and it's pushing like probably between let's I don't know the exact number, so I, I would but let's say it's between 700 and 750, right? Straight out of the factory, so probably like realistically, probably like 707, but right, still, look, man. I if you don't want naturally aspirated as a first car and you want something with a power adder on it. Learn to drive a turbo first. Yeah, get used to get boost. Used and to get boost lag. Boost and lag before, is the right. part that's going to save a lot of the newer people to driving is the lag mm. part. But it's also going to be their downfall is the lag part. Is The boost isn't instant. It comes in a minute. Yeah, because like I said, that's you. Depending, depending on how your turbo set up. The boost usually, the hard boost usually comes in a minute. It takes a minute for that turbo to spool. Yeah, man. 
and like you said, in like the last video, like the supercharger is just straight to the straight to the engine, and it's cranking yeah, it's, out all that power. <coughs> it's connected to your crankshaft. Mm-hmm. But, but um, you also have a parasitic loss on a supercharger versus a turbocharger. You don't have a parasitic loss. I don't care. I just want to whipple, dude. I just want to whipple. <laughs> I, I told no, dude. My my, I get it from my dad. He Turbo the, is more efficient. I don't care what's more efficient. <laughs> I just I care about going. Exactly. Uh, my dad, his uh, before he passed, um, and actually I made I and a lot of people are gonna laugh about this. I built this a car in Forza Horizon Four and Five. It was a not Forza Horizon Four. <laughs> it was a nineteen seventy uh, not Chevelle but um El Camino SS supercharged. I had I had uh, drag tires on it. And I tried to get it as like spec for spec, as close as to what my dad would have wanted. So then, um, so one day it's my dream to get a hold of a 1970 El Camino SS and build it to the exact specs my dad would have. And he has always wanted a Whipple supercharger, so that's what that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, turbo's more efficient, I guess you could say, but it's I I wanna. I want to whipple, dude. But. Don't worry. I, I I love. I absolutely love the sound of a supercharger. That's why I can mimic it so well. It had a lot of practice. I practiced at it. Practice, you know. but um, yeah, yeah dude. Uh, <laughs> to end it off. Um, it, back to I just I believe Mustangs get unnecessary unnecessary hate, man. They're great cars, and like I said, I've talked to Jason about this. If it weren't, I know technically, I guess you could say the GTO could be the first muscle car, but if it wasn't for the GTO or the iconic Mustang, we wouldn't have the Camaro, we wouldn't have the Charger, we wouldn't have the Challenger. We wouldn't. I personally have... still think we would have the Dodges. But I mean, I do. You gotta admit. I mean, like the fact that Ford had built them. I think it started with the sixty-four and a half Mustang. Um, I, I could be wrong about that. Um, and like I said, like I said, Dodge probably would have still created the the Charger and the Challenger. But I feel like if not for the for the Mustang and the GTO, I don't if know you what they would have been it, right. If if not for the Mustang and the GTO, if you want to technically count that as the first muscle car, um, I don't think Dodge would have gotten the bonkers yet brilliant idea of creating. The Hellcat, the um, the Elephant, the Ram TRX. Um, then you obviously you have like I said the Hellcat, both the Charger and the Challenger, the Demon, and the Demon One Seventy. I don't think any of those would be where they're at today without that Mustang. Anyway, I don't think so either. Uh, the whole. I think they would still be here, just different. They, they wouldn't be what they're known for today pretty much who knows maybe they might. yeah they shit they could have went from a muscle car to an exotic supercar man yeah i mean look what dodge sorry uh yeah. apparently my room's haunted yeah no that's scary anyway um dad is that you anyway um <laughs> 
the Mustang I saw in the uh, the junkyard, dude. It, it was nice. Um, I was like, okay, you know, it looks nice. I mean, the the back, you know, the taillight was missing, the trunk was missing. I'm like, the body's pretty solid. I'm like, that this is this could be something, man. Just I mean, not for me, obviously, because I already have a commitment, um, so I can't really afford anything else. Um, but I'm like, okay, this I, I is cool. A it's a I have a commitment to a six zero track track not drag track s10 yeah no man i want to put some i want to put something on a track that's never been on a track and that's my fucking goal and i'm gonna no, do it man. Six, i'm gonna do it with a 60ls and i'm gonna do it with style nah dude uh give them something they've never seen before but um like i said I, the most- i have to make my own arrow i have to make everything work like I can buy a prefab wing, but I have to make it work somehow. I'm sure, dude. I'm sure you'll figure. I it have out. to fab them out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I said this Mustang, dude. I'm like, okay, it's white. It's a gorgeous color. It looks super clean. I'm like, this is gonna be a steal for somebody. I walk around to the front. Ooh, oh, dude! It looked like somebody shot this thing with a cannonball. It was destroyed. I mean, like the, like the, the engine was shredded. Then, like there were literally yeah. like chunks of it. Like, I lifted up the hood and I set it down, and then I heard metal hit the ground. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I looked down and I uh, didn't get onto my knees, but I looked under um, the wheel well to where I could see a little bit of uh, through to the front. And I was like, yeah, that was definitely metal from the engine, dude. There's no way. There's no question about it. Whoever had this did something stupid. Sad. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, the junkyard was pretty fun. I mean, um, I've been to junkyards before, but really, I mean, it was with my brother and everything. And we never really stopped to look for stuff. But actually, go. And I got the idea from a TikTok video. And I talked to Jason about this, him and I, and possibly Alex and us from a couple of other friends doing it is. Um, like kind of like a junkyard car review, I think would be something. That'd be cool. And I was just you know like walking through, like seeing what they had. Like just um, go to the ju- well, we could do that. Just go to the junkyard, take a bunch of pictures of cars, and hell, we can live stream it. And wink, wink, hint, hint. And we can, you know, just rate cars just based on pictures of them. Yeah, man. Uh. That's actually not a bad idea. But say like, how much you would pay for it. Yeah, no, nah, man, uh, for sure. I, I think that's a good idea. But uh, like I said, I went to the junkyard, and that's just because I was like, you know what? Um, I've discussed like a couple of plans I have for the Jeep. Like, I've contemplated, you know, putting putting it on on bags. And I was like, eh, bags not might might not be the right call for a Grand Cherokee. And then I was like. Oh, then my manager, he's actually a car guy too. And it, it's not fully built, but he has a, what I think is a pretty solid looking Veloster. Um, he's got a, he's got a tune on it. He's got a, he's got a, a nice turbo, um, uh, cold air intake. Um, I don't know if he, I'm pretty sure he put it on coils and he has a, probably a gorgeous set of, it looks like it could be just a really dark bronze or like a bronze carbon fiber. Um, set of NKs. Gorgeous, man. Next time I see it, I'll have to get a picture of it and send it to you, man. And 
I'll ask be him. Real with you, I'm putting my S10 on Enki RPF1s. Do it. But uh, I said I went primarily to the junkyard to Black just S10 look for old wheels. Black S10 old wheels. Gold wheels. Gold wheels. Okay, I thought you said old. I'm like that makes no sense. Why would you do that? No. Uh, Gold <laughs> wheels. But um. I was just looking around, you know, because don't be wrong. I get, you know, I can order this part on, you know, like um, just different car websites. I could go through, you know, like I could go through uh, Sparco, Brembo. Um, I could go through Whipple, like I had mentioned earlier. Um, I could go, you know, through a whole bunch of different places and get, you know, like a turbo or something. But every once in a while, if you don't, you a lot of people don't really consider they're spending all this money, and I can respect that if you want everything to be brand yeah. new. But sometimes, just sometimes, you can get lucky in a junkyard, and a lot of places have specials um, on some days where it's like twenty five dollars for everything you can actually carry, and like yeah, so like everything you can carry is twenty five dollars for the bunch. So I'm like, I've seen people find a like a beautiful, almost like a brand new set. Don't look that up on YouTube. Yeah, no, dude. There's so much out there. People are watching this video. Go look that up on YouTube when y'all are done with this video. It's fucking cool. Yeah, dude, it it really is, and that's like I said, that's what I where I got the idea of doing was I was gonna go look to see if I could find any possible coils. Because I mean, don't get me wrong, my Jeep already has an adjustable ride ride height. Um, for um sport for just uh, basic, you know, um, tri- like regular mode, Alex's and then I have a sports mode. Too. Alex's car does yeah. too. Yeah, his, his has like magnet, seven. Right? Yeah. yeah, I heard that, and I'm he's not gonna on, lie, I'm he's pretty on jealous. Magnets. He's on magnets. Um, I'm, I'm pretty jealous, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I was like, you know, maybe you know, because like I said, I already have like adjustable ride height. It's not. Like, as far as, like, it won't lower my car. It just, like, so if I want to go off-road or, like, um, on, like, a little, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, like, I would say, I wouldn't say track, but, like a, you know, like a little curvy road. Um, what it does is, <laughs> like, as I'm driving like in, have fun the, on a back road. Yeah. Um, not speed, just, like, uh, for, especially for off-roading, it, it adjusts um, the, the suspension to help compensate and everything and it reroutes power to a tire so if i'm stuck i can get um traction better it's it's just it's i'm, I'm still learning about everything in uh my car i'm learning like like i'm discovering new stuff every day about it but it's it's awesome that i actually got to test it the other day um i said that's not the part of the story right now but i was i was there looking for coils man because like, eh, maybe coils would look good on my jeep I don't plan on keeping the the stock rims. I want to get a nice set of. I've discussed this before. Uh, I've told <laughs> Jason I will get a, a nice set of welds because I I want to take my car and pretty my Jeep and pretty much turning turn it into the poor man's trackhawk. So what a trackhawk cost? I could take that money, put it into my car because right now my car is uh, and beat a stock trackhawk. And I could, you know, st- with sports mode on, um, and it, it awakens the rest of the uh, 3.5 liter V6, and I make about 305 horsepower um, stock, which isn't <laughs> bad for a Jeep, man, I, I don't think. Um, oh, that's pretty damn good. But um, for what healthy. that, 
yeah, for what that cost, I could literally add easily, dude, another almost twelve, fifteen hundred horsepower onto mine. And you know what I find funny? Take, and take that G, take that track hawk's lunch money all day. Yeah. You know what I find funny? Hmm. My V eight Silverado makes I think right at about three hundred at the moment. Nice, that's the first Silverado. My Sentra makes right about one ninety at the moment. And my Sentra will throw you to the back of the seat, has a better zero to sixty. And it has a little it has a little over half the horsepower. But uh yeah, no, I was reading I was listening to you guys talk about that in the last video on the specs yeah, and everything. The, the torque the torque is the fun part. Yeah, man, but uh the um the junkyard and I was like I said, I was looking around for uh just like, you know, coils or something. And I was like, uh, oh, I can just test the waters, not really drop a whole lot of money. And if I if I didn't like the way they looked, I could always take them off and put the uh, put the stock suspension right. back on. Um, no, no luck. I found a couple like Jeeps, but none of nothing that obviously like, no coils. It was all just stock. I'm like, none I'm not been modified. I'm not, I don't want to. Yeah, no, nothing that has been touched. It's like, you can still tell the factory suspension were on these There's ones. A, um, the junkyard by my house, it's free to get into. Like you just be, you just go and be like, Hey, just looking for parts. And you, Go look for parts. Yeah, typically own. you they'll have you sign in. All right, they'll typically have you like sign in at the front desk, and then if you find something, go back, let them know no, what the number is, so that. they can find out how much it costs. Really, because the one the the one that by me does that, like oh, you have to give us like the like the VIN or the VIN number or like the serial number, and let us. Yeah, no, dude, that's. I didn't. Get, I'm glad I didn't really oh, get no. anything, dude. It wasn't that great. It was no. No, my my junkyard. You you just go. You go look for your fucking part. Get your part. Go walk your butt in the office and be like, "Hey, how much for this?" And I'll just give you a number on the spot. Yeah. Or yeah, but uh, I said the whole junkyard thing. Like a lot of people will they can find it. It there di- there's some diamonds in the rough, and it's kind of few and far between. But it does happen more than people think. You could like one person posted they found a full precision turbo kit, mm-hmm. right? And somebody found a supercharger. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like a. a I couldn't remember if it was a neighbor. It definitely wasn't a Whipple. It was. I think it came off of like an older supercharger Grand Prix. So it wasn't one of these like, these big like meaty like looking ones it was pretty small but it was still i mean a supercharger um that you could put on something smaller um but like the point is like you can find a lot of cool parts man and some of these parts are name brand and if you're lucky enough they're still pretty new and can be used man and like figured you know i i get let's say i find the coils i find my i find my supercharger i go in they're like oh that'll be seven hundred dollars 
for everything. Uh, and the but or I could go on the I can go on uh, you know a few different websites. I can order my parts with all that shipping and handling plus the parts, the new and the name brand. I am spending so much more money, dude. I could save so much. Dude, you're spending like almost enough to buy a new car. Yeah, and that's if you want like the best of the enough. best. If exactly. not enough to buy a new car. Yeah, dude. And just like I said, the point of junkyards, dude. They have so many cool things, like that. Like said, the Eldorado, the Mustang was cool. Um, I actually sent Jason. There was a a Focus. I can't remember if it was a if it was a Fiesta. Or a, I think it was a Focus. It was a four door uh, Focus, and it had a set of uh, set of nice um, rims on it. Factory. Yeah, you showed me that. Of course, yeah. But that was like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. There are Ford rims, but they might work for my Jeep. Um, just while while you're there, just pull out your phone and Google the lug pattern. And Google the right. pattern of your. Car. I I didn't think about it. Um, at the time, I kind of regret it. I might go back and see, but actually, no, damn, I can't because it said "do not touch on the window." So I'm like, uh, okay, they're probably going to be selling this off to somebody because uh, it had it had a body kit. Um, it had it. This one was definitely on coils. Um, and then like a, uh, you can buy the whole thing. Yeah, you can just buy the whole thing, and the work's already done. You just might need to obviously replace some things, but just like I said, dude, junkyards—they are a lot of people are like, oh, that those they're. And they're you can get those cars on a fucking deal. Mm-hmm. And with a little bit of work, dude, they're not going to produce anything like some like super like crazy, you know, five seven hundred horsepower. You'd have to put in a fair amount of work and a fair and a lot of money. But dude, for I mean, like a little like car scooting around town just to have fun driving it. I mean, I would think right around like three fifteen, three twenty horsepower for a car for a Ford Focus would be pretty good. Yeah. But like you said, like the whole thing. I is, was looking. Is, I was looking at the. Uh, I was looking up shit on my on my Sentra. God damn, can't talk. I was looking up shit on my Sentra the other night, and some dude literally went to a junkyard and pulled a whole turbo kit off a of Sentra. A whole Greddy turbo kit off a of Sentra. Mm-hmm. Minus the turbo. And then they just figured out what flange they were like looking and looking on the internet, figured out what flange they had. They figured out what flange they had, walked a little bit further down, right. and got a, a freaking 60 millimeter turbo. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about, dude. Just take the time. Don't immediately rush. Like, you get some money, you're like, yes, dude. And look, like, I've seen a few Sentra Turbo Kits, and Mm -hmm. I believe they were only, I believe the largest one I found was a 40 mil, and it was like 2,400 bucks. Right, man. And like I said, the point is. $1,000 for the tune. Right, and just uh, like I said, junkyards, man. Uh, they a lot of people overlook them because why they're junkyards. But if you if you stop, man, you take the time, and you you know go and pay. Like if you're if depending on where you live, sometimes like a lot of them here, like Jason and I have both stated, you're just you know you walk in, sign in, and you don't pay a fee unless you 
Let you um, find something. Oh, she finds something, and that and they like, give you a price. But like pick and pull, don't you have to pay to get in pick and pull? I think so, but be, but I mean honestly, dude, pick and pull is a massive junkyard, though, man. It is. It's I huge. Mean, the one by my house is a massive junkyard. I'll have to, dude. Maybe that's what uh, we'll do on my next day off. On our next day off, man. Uh, We'll get together. We'll uh, we'll meet up somewhere. Grab like grab something to eat, and then head out to the junkyard. Hopefully, it's not too hot because your boy burns very easy. Me too. Nah, dude. Spend too much time in the I, shop. I'd be uh, I'd be looking like SpongeBob, me boy. I'd be looking like <laughs> Mr. Krabs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's nuts, oh, dude. I burn, I burn bad. <laughs> uh, but like I said, yeah, no, dude, we'll definitely uh, hit up the junkyard pot and who knows, you know, find something to take some picture, uh, picture of. If we get lucky, like these other people, maybe we'll find a supercharger. We'll find a precision turbo. Maybe, maybe I'll finally find my set of welds. I don't know about out here, welds. Oh, well, actually, maybe. Yeah, there's there there are a few very few and far in between. Um, there was this person I used uh, I used to live by. They had a uh, Z Z06, but it wasn't the C7. I'm pretty sure it was a C5. No, C6, I think. Um, and they had a really nice set of welds on them, man. It was it was weld makes some nice some fatties, dude. But they are expensive. Yeah, that's again why I mean <laughs> they are real expensive. Like my buddy John, he's got he's got I think a couple sets of welds, but he bought them he bought them on marketplace. Yeah, you can usually find that's another place, dude. Marketplace, look, sometimes you'll find deals, and they'll say like, oh, I actually just saw a Jeep on there, man, a Jeep Wrangler Rubicon, um, and the guy was charging like sixty, seventy thousand. But he had yeah. listed all the parts he had had, and it was well over 150k in parts, dude. And he wasn't even asking that much. Yeah, I'll get like oh, 70k is still a lot of money, but dude, let's face it. Yeah, but let, let, <laughs> let, let, let's look at the numbers. More. That that's dude compared to a hundred. That cost him a lot more money. That yeah, dude, for what he put into that Jeep, you could literally you could go buy a used uh. Go, uh, Gallardo, man. Uh, yeah. And you could probably buy that off the dude. Like, get a loan, buy that off the dude, pay it off, and then go trade that in on a fucking Gallardo. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. But uh, remind me to tell you about another... Actually, no, I told you about that, uh... The Lambo I saw in Chicago, dude. The SVJ. Yeah. Yeah. That it was so dope, man. But anyway, uh, like I said, junkyards, just a lot. We keep getting off track, man. I'm not trying to, and the fact that I'm baked out of my mind that, isn't helping. Bro, that that is the point. <laughs> that is the entire point of this podcast. Um, find a rant on the topic of cars and go with it. But uh, yeah, dude. Like I said, the junkyards, man. They're they're a, an awesome place, man. You just take the time. And your tools. Make sure you have your tools because a lot of these places have tools and they charge you to use them. And they charge out the ass if you lose or break one. Um, 
But like, bring trust me, when you're working with rust, you're gonna break sockets. So if you just have a bucket of random sockets and a day to spend, and a fucking breaker bar for three eighths, half inch, and quarter inch, just in case, and a, maybe a screwdriver with a quarter inch adapter and some bits for the screwdriver, you're golden. You can get it done eventually. <laughs> right, man. And just, like I said, they're great places. You find a lot of cool stuff for a really good Or you good can price. cheat like me and bring the impact. Too much Uga and not enough Duga. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, like you said, they're a dime. Like, they're, it's usually a dime a dozen, but it does happen. So the next time before uh, anybody listening or watching decides, I'm going to go spend a shit ton of money dude on uh, that probably that's probably going to be almost as much as my car um with all like yeah like i said new stuff is fine it's nice if you have something you know is going to work but you can find deals man if it's a little broken in it's used who cares as long as it, it's helping you and it's you know it's helping you with your build it's helping you get to where you want to be at power wise it's yeah. Not they're not bad. Like I said, they're not bad places to look. Not bad investments, and you know shit is going to break. Um, I actually um I found that out with my Saturn. Uh, uh didn't really take uh, the necessary precautions or do enough um reading and st- and you know just watching stuff, and decided to put a different exhaust on it and didn't know what I was doing, and messed almost. Messed it up pretty bad, man. It, yeah. Like, I could smell exhaust in my car, so I know I did something wrong. And I was like, yeah, that's this. Mm. It sounded nice, but it, it almost killed me. I was like, no. That's <laughs> learned my lesson, man. But like I said, shit's going to go wrong. Shit is going to break. But like I said, junk See, now, man. Now, now, me on the other hand, I don't, I don't buy catbacks. I don't buy axlebacks. I make catbacks and I make axlebacks. That's what I do. I get under the car, I cut the muffler off, and I look and see. All right, it's the pipe is this big, so the tur- so the inlet needs to be this big. Right, it can be however big I want. Take said shit box with no muffler, drive to the parts store. Uh. Purchase muffler, some pipe, and a downpipe for a hundred bucks. Drive home, weld it all together. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it can be so much cheaper, dude. And it's like I said, just you find some some great stuff. You could find potential new builds. Oh, like, dude, you, dude, you can find full header to tailpipe exhaust systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be I a little found bit, a couple. Yeah, it might be a little labor intensive and take a couple hours. And, oh, it's going you to. Know, but I mean, dude, you know, it's like, oh, but I'm going to be spending like 500 right. bucks. It's like, okay, you're spending 500 here, but you could All be right. spending I got. I, I do have a tip. I have a tip for people. Alright, this is my snap-on torch. If I turn this bastard all the way up, it gets really, really, really hot, really, really quick. So, bring bring something like this with you if you're looking for exhaust. Something like this with you, 
uh, a bottle of soapy water for, you know, obviously cooling that down before you touch it. And uh, also for spraying the uh, exhaust hangers. And don't cut the exhaust hangers. Buy yourself a pair of exhaust pliers. I know that sounds really weird, but they are legitimately real. I have a pair at work because I use them a lot. I do a lot of exhaust repair at work. And I, what they do is they, it's like a fork and a punch. And it just pushes right out. Super easy. Right. Like, uh, if these are nasty, just spray them with some soapy water and boop, out. No problem. Yeah, man. But, uh, 18 nice. bucks saves you a headache. And then whenever you go to put it on your car, just buy some new hangers. They're a few dollars a piece. And just pop them in all the way down. Uh, let's say that you can find so many cool things, man. And people, I really feel like, should probably be a little bit more mindful of that. You can find future builds, man. Really and sometimes, can. if you're lucky, a lot of the, like they, a lot of junkyards will have cars a little more like that sitting up front that you can, believe it or not, just buy the entire car. Oh, dude, you can and... walk to the back of the junkyard and find a. Freaking Chevy S10 that's falling apart. You and your fucking S10s. <laughs> that's falling oh. apart, but can still kind of roll. You can buy that, and they'll deliver it to your house for a fee. Did you? Oh yeah, did uh? Did you get a picture of that prelude I sent you? I don't think so. Uh, dude, it was. Um, it was another one of those cars. Like I was just mentioning, you can find diamonds in the rough, man. Yeah, and... I. I I know the Prelude's a... Isn't that a new popular build? Well, I can't say new. Prelude's have always been a popular build, man. I haven't heard of them until recently, is why I'm saying. No, all I got was Eldorado. God damn, that looks nice. Uh, The Sentra, the Sentra... The uh, Ford, and that's it. Yeah, dude, I'm not. Yeah, send me a picture. Yeah, I guess I. I don't think my phone that uh took it, man. I. Oh my gosh! But like I said, it was one of those um, just one of those moments where you find like the only thing wrong with this car that I, I could see. I mean, the interior was a little banged up, but I mean, it was just nothing. I could, you know. Just like some, you know, uh, needle and thread could help, or you know, if somebody does upholstery, get it done. Um, it was like it was a little gross, but it wasn't terrible. Um, the body was in nice shape, and um, it had like a couple scratches and a dent or two. But other than that, just not something you can just you know bang out yourself. Um, and it was it was it's really nice like, car, Seriously. man. I, to try to bang that if you want to try to bang that out yourself with hammers since it is a metal car uh buy a heat gun at harbor freight and go buy a set of body hammers at harbor freight and it'll look a lot better when you're done yeah man i agree it's just oh, man. I'm, I, I'm sorry i'm still beating myself up about that uh eldorado that uh eldorado <laughs> man let me see if it's I a can... nice car 
It is. It but is, man. You you literally have nowhere to put it. Yeah. No. So I'm just gonna go ahead and put this up there. If you want to put it in later, I go for it. But this is what it looked like, man. That looks really good. Big clean, dude. Like everything looked great. Flat, like only one flat tire, but the interior was pretty shredded, man. And I was, I was so tempted, but like I said, nowhere to put it. Where the hell is that? Yeah, that land yacht gonna go? Right. That thing. I couldn't even imagine. Could you imagine the gas mileage on that thing? Uh, I know the gas mileage on that because I had its little brother. I had an '88 Cadillac Seville. Uh, I'll throw a picture of it up. But yeah, I had an 88 Seville. The gas mileage on it was fucking terrible. It was horrible. Like, I think I got maybe 10 miles to the gallon on a good day. That is freaking ridiculous. It was carbureted. It, so that was a, that was a, it wasn't an 80s. It was a seventy, like a early seventies Eldorado, I think, or just like late sixties, early seventies. Okay. It's like I said, man. I uh. But I had the eighties Seville with a with a technically EFI V eight. I'm doing the air quotes because it's literally a carburetor with two electronic jets off the top of it. It's fuel injected through a car. Dude. This bitch gets nine miles to the gallon. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, it even says right here, it says, based on data from one vehicle's nine fuel ups, and 1,180 miles of driving, the 1970 uh, Cadillac Eldorado gets a combined average of 9.05 with oh a 1.06 MPG margin of error. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, you probably need that like 200. That is horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, that is crazy. Oh. But how big was the fuel tank? Let's find out. I I want to know. I want to know how how big is that fuel tank? It's like if you're only getting nine miles to the fucking gallon, you can't run like a twenty gallon fuel tank and get far. It's one hundred and eighty miles. That's not a very far drive. Pretty. That may have been a Fleetwood Eldorado, by the way. Um, but it, that's not bad. Five hundred and fifty uh, foot pounds of torque. That's not bad. Uh, let's see, man. I'm sorry. It, it, I don't know why it's not giving me a, like a straightforward answer. It's because it's probably hard to find. 
400 horsepower. Wow, man. That's wow. That's not bad at all. No, that's pretty fucking good. Fuck yeah, for a, a land yacht like that? Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, it probably needs every last bit of that. Yeah, oh my, I couldn't even imagine how much that thing weighs. I I don't want to know. It looks beautiful. I it has a, it has an eighteen point uh, three gallon fuel tank. Eighteen point three gallons. So mm-hmm. that means if you run this bitch absolutely dry, you can go. One hundred and sixty-five point six one miles. Wonder how much. So say, let's say gas is. So we're just doing math now. Um, oh man! So it's eighteen point three. So let's say calculator. Where are you at? There you go. Say gas is like three. 26 a gallon right now and you multiply that by 18.3 gallons i wish my gas was 326 actually no hold on that that gets wrong gas is not that cheap here i take 40 something what it would only take roughly probably about 60 70 dollars to fill it up ouch but that i mean but, like, if I were to drive that to some of the shows I go to, some of the car meets I go to, which are, like, 300 miles away, so I'm that would, spending that four or five times Yeah, dude, that, Yeah, so it would be, so about roughly 18.3, let's say gas is 349, that tank is 18.3 gallons. So let's say and every time. Ta- all right, so hold you have on. To fill, and say you have to fill that up, uh, say like four weeks in a month, four times a month. You're looking at for all four times, you're spending about almost $300 alone on gas. So, like, let, let's see here. If I were to do, if I were to do that, and let's say gas, let's say the gas is varying, so the average uh, cost to fill my tank is probably like 80 bucks and then I go inside and I spend $20 on something to eat, something to drink or something stupid. And I come back out and we just call that an even hundred dollars. I spend when I stop per stop at a gas station. So I have to budget like six, $700 out for gas station. To go anywhere. Yeah, no, dude, it's it's kind of rough, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, just very rough. It's a lot of fucking money. That's, that's too much money. Now, whereas my Sentra, on the other hand, I get like twenty-seven miles to the gallon in that thing. I have a thirteen and a half gallon fuel tank, so if I run it completely dry. I I can go three hundred and seventy three point nine five miles. Yeah, my dude. Uh, before my tank gets remotely close to empty, um, I'm probably going like three hundred and forty miles. But now my gas is like my gas is three dollars and fifty four cents a gallon. 
but my tank only takes uh, forty-seven dollars and seventy-nine cents to fill. My tank's roughly problem. Oh, one second. You're good. Uh, my tank. Yeah, it probably takes only about forty some odd, almost fifty bucks. Depends on how low I am. I try to I try to fill up at about half, so I only spend like twenty something bucks. All right, man. All right, hey, where are we at? Uh, what were we talking about? Junkyards. Junkyards. Yeah, man. Um, super cool. I think you can find a lot of stuff if you really want to take the time to actually look. Sorry, my thing's not working for some reason. Uh, but like I said, you can find a lot of stuff to take time to look. And it's not as bad as people say it is. Sometimes. Sometimes it is. Yes, that is true. Sometimes, man. But you get those diamonds in, like I said, you get those diamonds in the rough. And it's... It's nice, man. You save yourself a lot of money. You find a lot of cool stuff. Ah, uh, God, man. That's just, I'm, st- I'm sorry. I'm still obsessing over that Eldorado. I cannot get over it. I cannot believe somebody would just leave that there. And it, it makes me quite unhappy. Ah. Uh. Oh my gosh! Uh, what else, what else did I see at that junkyard? Nothing really. I saw a lot of dog shit. <laughs> I'm not joking, dude. There's there's dog shit everywhere, man. It's from that junkyard dog. Where's I still have this tanker. <laughs> and Austin's finally works. Wow, look at that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, potheads, where there's a will, there is a way. We will. Exactly. I got to spray that stinks in young. But, um... It's like, junkyards, man. They're they're so cool. Uh, there's a lot of Ooh. other stuff you can find there. Um, but the next thing I wanted to talk about, man, <coughs> was what uh, what actually um made you decide to get that Sentra, man. I'm kind of curious. I have no idea. You're just, I so <coughs> the guy I bought it, the dealership I bought it from, is literally right next door to my book. So, uh, he just drove it over across the street one day and he was like, Hey, I think this, I think you'd look good in this, bro. And I looked at it and I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a truck guy. I, I, I like trucks and V8s or S10s. And I asked him if he's seen any S10s at the auction. He's like, only blazers. I was like, man. People don't want to give up them pickups. 
And so I started looking into this. I started looking into this Sentra. And the more I looked into it, it was like, okay, this little thing's actually kind of cool. It's a little weird, but it's cool. Which, I mean, like I literally stated earlier, I want to put a mini truck on a track. I want to do autocross with it. Autocross? Yeah. Autocross, freaking. At least I think that's what it's called. I forget what it's called. I'm high. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> but, like, I forget what it's called, but I want to do it with a fucking 6 0 swapped S10. On Dude, a. Something. On a Facebook fabricator, uh, angle kit yeah no dude, that would that, that'd be so that'd be something to see man uh, like no one has seen that i'm gonna roll up with an enclosed trailer with the cat eye pulling it and i'm gonna roll up with that and i'm gonna get out i'm gonna open the trailer they're gonna hear a 6-0 start and they're gonna be like i think he went to the wrong track and I'm going to back out this fucking S10 that no one has ever seen before. And they're going to be like, oh my god, that's weird. Yeah, dude. I'm intrigued. <laughs> right, man. Oh my gosh. You see, that's another thing that uh, you see, man. You, uh, if you go to like tracks like uh, Midnight Madness or something, you see cars there. Putting out, that are like even, whoa! If you watch like thirteen, or if you watch like thirteen twenty, which they do a lot of this stuff, they go to like these drag events and like midnight madnesses and everything, and they like they a lot a lot of the time seek out or find cars that look like you know, like that should not be in that car. Like, <laughs> glad it is. Yeah. Like but, um, <coughs> but they're looking at it as like. They don't care about the car. They're like that motor. That that's thirteen twenty because they're about straight line speed. That that's what most of them do, and that's cool. Don't get me wrong. I want to build something for that as well, but I want to put something that doesn't belong somewhere there, right, like an S ten, an S ten alone has no business on a racetrack unless it's trying to pull something off the racetrack. I don't know, man. People be, uh... Be, uh I mean, but you see S10s with V8s all day long at drag strips. So that would be nothing new. But you show up V8, S10 on track suspension arrow like all all this crazy shit on it and you're gonna be like i kind of want to see how that does today yeah you just like follow him around like dude what like what was going well, wait a mind? minute wait a minute he's going into this turn at 90 <gasps> holy shit <laughs> yeah man i so that's uh, that's kind of what i want to do with my jeep man i want it i want to be able to 
take it to a strip. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I want to be able to take it to a strip, but also be able to go off-roading with it. Hell and yeah. do exceedingly well in both areas. I, I'm not looking for something like stupid fast, like like an eight, like an like a low eight or like a nine. I'd be comfortable with probably like an eleven or like a ten or eleven, maybe a twelve. But okay, you know that's pretty good for an off road car, man. I just want it to be fast enough to where people are like, wow, that was actually a lot faster than I thought it was. But I also want to be able to <laughs> go off road and enjoy that aspect too. I don't want to have to right. you know, like obviously I don't want to have to like, you know, engine swap my car to go to a, a, a drag meet one day and then engine swap my car three days later because I have to go to the sand dunes and, you know, the Nevada desert. Right. But, I mean, you would need if you were wanting to do that, you would need really adjustable suspension in two different sets of wheels and tires. See, that's where I feel like my the suspension where I'm at, I feel like just how it how it sits, like how high it sits now, because I feel like it would be it sits high enough to where I could definitely crawl on stuff, but not like nothing like major like all these like rock bouncers you see and everything, yeah, like lifted Rubicons. Um, but it can for what it is, dude. It can uh, it's got me out of a tough spot. Like um, it's gotten me over like a fallen tree before. Um. All right, I'm gonna be real with you. I have my fair experience in like mudding, off roading, and I have my fair experience in like taking my truck where it doesn't belong. But I don't, I don't really follow the off roading all that much. So I explain this to someone that wouldn't know much about it because that someone is me. So you're talking about how I got over the tree? No. Like, your ter- the terminology. I don't really know what a I mean, rock bouncer is. So a, okay, so a rock bouncer, have you, have you ever seen, like, um... Well, actually, it's better. Let me just pull up a picture of it, man. Um... Where is it? Gosh. So it's used for like off-roading and like rock crawling and everything in competitions. Um, they are stupid cool, man. Like they are ridiculously cool. And this is just like a picture of one. Let it focus there. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, no, man. It's just like a, a steel cage. And I mean, the flex is crazy. Um, produces like a really solid amount of power. Um and it also just, I mean, they're, they're cool, man. They're like, let's say, um, oh gosh, what is not a golf cart? Jason, help me out here. What am I thinking of? The it's Polaris Razor. Yeah. Like the Polaris, like, uh, buggies you see, I, I just call them buggies, whatever, man. Um, yeah, but, uh, they're pretty much like that, but so much cooler. Um, but they're, like they're super cool, man. Like, um, I just want my Jeep to be able to do like small stuff, like crawl in some like some rocky areas. Nothing like major, like you see on these competitions. Uh, but I also, like I said, I want to be able to take it to a strip and have a little fun. Obviously, I'm not looking to, like I said, be the fastest guy. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be running like eight or nines, which would be cool. Don't get me wrong, that could eventually be the end game. But I want to be able to do have fun in both worlds, man. Um, 
I might. Oh my gosh, dude. My wife's got got me wanting to put a uh a reinforced not a, re- a reinforced bumper on it, man. She, she, she wants me to get a rammer. Uh, Which I don't think that would Yeah, I don't think that would look good on my my Jeep, man. I just want to get like a nice yeah. little a nice little splitter. I just want to change my fogs. I want to Hey, oh, actually, I, I had one of your Jeeps in today, but it was white, and I had the wheels off of it, and there's mm-hmm. a screw tab at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. There's two. I pulled those out. You you can get to that fog light. Yeah, no, I saw, uh, but, uh, and it's just like small changes, man. I'd, I'd like to... Bring it to my, bring it to my, you can bring it to my shop and even have me install it. Just put uh, it on the I'm, lift and install it. I just buy it, man. Um, I said, I just want it to be fast and have enough power to have a little fun at the track and have a little fun off road. I don't want it to be like stupid fast, like, you know, like, um, like I said, bring make me, it. Bring me some LC and I'll do it on lunch for free. Dude, man. I might I'm just have kidding. to do that. I might I'm just have kidding. to do that. Bring, bring me, bring, bring Daddy a couple beef and cheddars and a large curly fry. We I don't have you. curly fries. Damn! All right, large fry. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it definitely, uh, just like I said, fun in both worlds, man. I want to be able to throw down on the track, but I also want to be able to have fun off road. Uh, and like I said, I took a guy actually tested it the other day, man. We were at uh. Oh, what is it? Lone Elk Park and Eureka. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's like certain areas you can pull off road. Dude, that's like and, a great place to learn how to drive. Uh I don't know about that, man. There's a lot of steep like hills and embankments and one Yeah, part but the, there's also a lot of flat. It, it's I'm not know, saying learn how to drive a manual there, no. Learn how to drive an automatic, and then go to a wide open flat parking lot and learn how to drive manual, and then find somewhere with hills and shit and learn to drive manual. Right, man. Uh, it's uh, it was super cool, man. Uh, but I kind of I misjudged how um, not steep. It wasn't a drop off. Like uh, where I I pulled into this gravel spot to just sit yeah. there and like look over like the trees and everything. Oh my gosh, man, it was awesome. Um I pulled forward a little too far and um the the pavement was probably about half almost like uh almost right below my bumper and I was like, Ooh, that's that's gonna scrape hard, man. I was like, eh, you know what, I have a Jeep, I wanna I wanna see what I can do. And it, it wasn't anything just like like, oh my gosh, his Jeep made that. But it's like it, it's nice to know, man, that uh, I definitely didn't have to struggle to make it out of that off, you know, out of that little uh, ditch, man. It yeah. like it just right up, no problem at all, man. The tree, nice. the tree scared me a bit, like because it was storming really bad out one night. This is around when I first got the jeep, and there's like tornado. There was a tornado in the area, and these two massive trees by my house fell. Yeah. Um, and one of them was in front of me, 
and one of them actually fell behind me, which scared the shit out of me. I dude, I was like, I I heard it hit the ground. I was like, my, the, I want to look back, and half of my jeep is gone. Like it's just it's it's like pancaked, man. But uh, thankfully it was it was back further. It was just very loud when it fell. And I was like, well, shit, I can't turn around. There's no alleyways I can go down. There's no nothing. I go up in this dude's yard, but then I mean I'm gonna leave tracks everywhere in his yard. I don't want to get. I'm not going to be disrespectful like that. I'm like, I got to go over it, man. And I just remember being so scared. Like it's, it's, it's going to puncture a hole in the tank. It's going to damage something under it. Sure enough. I was like, you know, let's try it sports mode and just right over the tree, dude. And I'm like, man, that Jeep stock. It's fun, but I need, I need more, man. I want to be able to, like I said, throw down on the track and, have fun off-roading. I need to take it. Oh, gosh, where do I need to take it, Jason? Give me an idea. To. You want to take it to dirt burners? You ain't going to fit, dog. <laughs> I, I didn't say I wasn't. never said anything about actually fitting. But uh, it would be cool to um to take it off-road somewhere that's not like I'm not going to get stuck in the mud. But just just to get it a little dirty, man, I think would be fun. I know of a place, but I'm not 100% sure on the legality of it, so I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Yeah, YouTubes don't like that. Yeah. I'm not 1,000% sure on the legality of the area that I do a lot of off-roading in. I used to do a lot of off-roading in. Don't anymore. I tried to get because uh, I I I I am now I am now import boy, so Team JDM. I, I can I can no I can no longer do off roady things. Hey man, back to back champ, <laughs> dude. That's oh my gosh. Every time somebody asks me uh, about the Jeep, and I always end it with back to back world champ, and they're like, "What do you mean by that?" And I'm like. Uh, Jeep was originally a military vehicle. Won World War One and Two, <laughs> dude. That's actually uh one of the cool things about my Jeep, and I'm I don't know if it's in every Jeep. Um, I know some will have like Easter eggs of like animals like on the window and or like in your engine bay somewhere, or just in a random spot on your car. And uh, oh my gosh, hold on, my glitches, dude. If I ended up having like a oh. uh, if I. If I bought a car and it had like a really cool Easter egg like a- across the bottom of the OEM windshield, I would I would get like one of them rally peel off things to put on it so I don't damage. Yeah, man, but uh, it was. Oh, God, what was that? That would be dope. You're talking about the Jeep. Almost yeah, but uh, on my uh, sorry, THC's hit me pretty hard. Um, but on my on the bottom of my steering wheel, it says since 1941, and I was like, oh, that's and it's, cool. it's, a, it's something just so small and stupid. I'm like, dude, this is so fucking cool. Don't Man. don't change out that steering wheel. No, no, I don't plan on changing the steering wheel. Actually, actually, yeah, change out the steering wheel and then hang up the steering wheel on your wall. Um, I don't know if I'm going to change out the steering wheel itself, but I might change no, out the badge out. in the middle. Pull the, no, pull the whole steering wheel off. Put like an NRG quick release or some shit in there. Because they are a little bit more responsive with, with driving. But 
uh, just take your, find a stud in your wall and take your steering wheel and put a bolt through the center of it and put your airbag back on. Voila. And it stays yeah. nice and clean. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. But I mean, I, I, I like my steering wheel, man. It's actually, I think, pretty sure it's a heated steering wheel, man. I could be wrong. Like I said, I don't know. I could be wrong. But in winter, every time I went to go touch that wheel, it's been nice and it's been pretty warm. So, yeah, probably has a heated steering wheel. How do you uh, not know if your car has a heated steering wheel? That's like one I, of the that's like one of their big advertisements now. It's like, hey, look, it's got a heated steering wheel. Holy shit. I just went. Hey, guess I, what? You can have a heated steering wheel with an NRG steering wheel. It's called pull it off, take it inside. And guess what? In the summertime, it's not blistering hot to touch that steering wheel either because it's been inside all night. It's nice and cool. Man, uh, I just I didn't even care about what it had. I I just got in. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I have room. I'll take it. Dude, I, I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I went into uh, whenever I went to work, whenever I was working in food, and I had the S10 with a removable steering wheel. We had an employee refrigerator, so in the summertime, since the S10 was black, I took my steering wheel out and put it in the fridge. That is so strange. Hey, but I go back out to the S10, I put that ice-cold fridge in there. I mean, not ice-cold fridge, the ice-cold steering the whole wheel fridge. in there. The whole fridge? <laughs> yeah, man. Like... I just like, open up the whole fridge in there. Just no, I just all off. Jason just like attaches the fridge to it. <laughs> he's driving. He's got a mini fridge. He's driving down the road, and the uh, the employees walk into the uh, the walk in, and they're like, "Where's the mini fridge?" And it's just Jason's steering wheel. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Yeah, I would. I would have got fired for that. Oh, but no, like, I, I would put the steering wheel on and then roll the windows down halfway and get the breeze coming through. It would cool off my truck quick. My AC, dude. We're just talking about, I didn't have working AC. We're just talking about perks of our cars now, man. Uh, my, my AC, man, gets pretty, pretty cold pretty fast. I haven't it's tried nice, man. in the century yet. In the century yet? You said you're waiting on parts for it, right, you said? Oh my gosh! What else is so cool about my Jeep, man? Um, the B, the Goodwrench tires I have on it right now. Not obviously, they're not like Pirellis. They're not like any special like off-road tires. But BF, BFG's a decent tire. Yeah, man. I'm not gonna complain. They've never steered me wrong. Um, gosh, I, I, I'm just a Toyo fanboy, and I've done I've done research on tires quite a bit. Toyo's cool. I like. Uh, I've I I have put on a lot of tires that are not Toyo, and I have put on a few Toyo tires. I just and I, I still prefer the Toyo tires. I feel like Pirelli's kind of over overpriced, man. They're none of the bad tire. They're fantastic. I just you could find something better, friend. Like Pirelli, you don't you, need you Pirelli. Really could. You really could. I mean. If you're looking, if you're looking for decent off road and don't want to break the bank, 
I would say the Falcon Wild Peaks, dude. Falcon Falcon's pretty good. I said my BFs right now, dude. They're <clears throat> I've got no desire to change them. They're they're nice. They're grippy. They're a little dirty because I need to clean them. But I'm pretty I'm, sure if you, I'm pretty sure if you want to set a Wild Peaks to put on that, and it'll make your Jeep look much more aggressive. It, it's only a little. I think they're only a little over a hundred dollars a tire. That, that, that might be something I go with when I get my. I have to get new tires, man. But that's not going to be for a while. I'm still sitting good with my BFs, man. My BF good wrenches. I have mismatched tires on the Sentra, and I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, no, that would drive me nuts, man. I it's, walk dri- it's driving me absolutely crazy because I have one really good tire on there. I have a con- I have a Continental uh, Pro Con. I have a Continental Con. I have the con- Continental something contact. You need to stop, man. You got to put that pin down a little for a little while. <laughs> and then. And then I have another tire that's an Advanta, and then I have two Westlakes. And it's driving me nuts. It's like, they, they really did just replace the bad tires with some decent tires, and, you know, they go trade their car in. So it's like, well, shit. Yeah, but, oh my gosh, what else do I want to do the Jeep? Uh, I'm definitely not painting it. Um... I don't really want to tint it. I don't know why. I think uh, like smoky headlights and taillights would be nice, but I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Uh, it's not illegal, but it won't pass inspection. But there are a few shops that could really care less as long as you can see light through it. Right, I'm not talking about like pitch black, dude. Um, I'm talking about just like a like a nice little like like smoke, like a nice light. I mean, I but, uh, I bet I bet you there's a few shops that'll pass it. But I mean, then again, I mean the lights now aren't bad. I just like I, I want to change my fogs to yellows. Um, uh, what else? I want to get like a nice little uh little split. I would say a splitter, man. Uh, but like a different, like nice little bumper, uh, maybe a different hood. That'd be dope. I, I would like. I'm not gonna lie. I would if it would if it'll fit. I'm pretty sure Carbonetics makes a hood for your Jeep. If, if I can, if it fits, dude. Ideally, I want to put a Trackhawk hood on it. I would you, like that a lot, man. You would have to. You'd have to see if anyone else has done it, but I'm sure if it's from the same year and it's the same body style, then it'll fit. I don't know. I mean, just then I could probably just find the like, much cooler hood. Like on my two on my 2004 Silverado that I have, I have a 2007 grill and hood. Universal parts, man. I just I like the track all good, man. I just I want to put one of those on there. I want to find like another hood that I could have made, and just have like one or two vents in it, and just maybe a cold air intake. I think I would probably be realistically pretty happy. But if I were you, I would check out SB for your cold air intake. 
I was thinking K and N, but I mean, no, go SB. it's an actual cold area take. K and N's cool for you know daily sport builds, but if you're trying to like do shit and have fun, and you have the money to do shit and have fun because you are gonna break shit, it's probably gonna cost more money, but. Go with nice parts so you don't break as much shit. But nice parts cost so much money. But you don't have to buy them again. Yeah, that, that, that'd be true. That'd be true. Because, like, let, let's say you do buy that K&N cold air, and it's not getting the air temperature you need to run whatever, run the whip, run the uh, supercharger you're trying to run efficiently. Realistically, so, man. I don't really I, I would love to put a supercharger on there, but I think really I'd probably be pretty cool with a, with a pretty good size just single turbo man. I think that would give me a, a, a pretty. Fun. I, I am definitely thinking about putting a turbo kit on the Sentra because they're so affordable. Just I think that would be more more realistic, more fun, dude. Because let's be realistic, a Whipple supercharger is not cheap. Yeah. It's not. I wonder how much it actually it really is. Hold on. Hey Google, how much is a Whipple supercharger? You piece of shit. How much is a Whipple supercharger? Uh, it's probably five point. Ah, hold on. They're expensive. I know that. Oh my gosh, dude! The cheapest one is fifty nine hundred dollars. Yeah, sounds about right. Ah, but I want a Whipple so bad. Oh. My gosh, man. Where'd it go? Hold on. Dang, I'm gonna have. I I just found someone that's gonna have to be on the podcast soon. Wait, I need John. I need John and his girlfriend to come on. She just put new wheels on the Mustang. Nice man, but look at that. That would look so pretty sitting on top of my Jeep, man. Ooh, that would. That's beautiful. But that is seventy six hundred dollars. Yeah, dude, that is like, literally like a quarter or a fifth of what my car costs. Damn. Yeah, man, that's. I, I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to afford that, but I'd be I'd be pretty satisfied. Maybe once, just... maybe once you pay it off. Yeah, man, but I think realistically, a turb. I think a, a just a really nice precision turbo would be much yeah, more realistic. Yeah, tur- tur- turbos are a couple grand. That's back to the junkyard, man. If I can, if I can <laughs> find one in a junkyard, or if I can find a good deal for one on Facebook, I'll we probably just go. You can, we can weld you up a turbo header. I don't know, maybe, man. Did you just fart? I think that is gonna have to. No, my chair rubbed my filing cabinet. Uh huh. That's what it was, dude. You <laughs> fucking ass. <laughs>
treat yourself, didn't you? No. All right. right. Well, guys. Yeah, I'm getting a little too high. We're going to have to call this a... uh, Call this an episode. Thank you so much for coming back on the podcast, Austin. We love having you. You you need to get Uh, your boy on here, man. I want to pick his brain about that Mustang. Dude, it's it's pretty wild. (laughs) All right, man, but... Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, um, this this edible is really doing me in. I gotta go. All right. Uh, we'll we'll, t- we'll see you in the next episode, guys. Maybe we'll have Austin back. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But until then, I'll see the rest of y'all in the next episode. Please like and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're not watching us on YouTube, make sure to go check it out. See ya.